everyone. Welcome to our podcast. The month of July, we're featuring writers and authors from the Writers Studio. This week, we welcome Gloria Hansen, who has recently self-published another of his, her books. Uh, she's kind of prolific here. Okay, but I'll let Gloria tell you her story. Okay, Gloria. Hi, Gloria. Okay. Welcome. Yep. And go ahead and tell us all about you. Okay. Um, well, my name is Gloria Lucchese Hansen. I am a newbie to Cape Cod, having moved here in 2018 from the, upon the insistence of my daughter and son-in-law, who promised to take care of me when I could no longer take care of myself. That was an offer I could not refuse. I have lived in many states. With my husband, I've lived in Connecticut, Rhode Island, Denver, Colorado, Philadelphia, and my longest stint was in Cleveland, Ohio. Uh, I consider that my hometown. Okay. Well, I know you've certainly been around. I didn't know that. You know, at the writer's studio, you always talk about Cleveland, but you never talked about all the other places that you lived in. So that's kind of interesting. Okay. So now I'm going to ask you, what do you write? Which genres you prefer? And what are you working on now? Now there's three questions. So you can answer them one at a time. I don't care. Okay. Well, um, I returned to creative writing following a career as a biology professor, uh, teaching anatomy and physiology, a translator, and then a psychotherapist. My most recent uh, uh, career change. I've experimented with many different types of, of writing, uh, creative nonfiction, short stories, novellas, essays, and currently, uh, I, my main focus has been on short, 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 short stories called <laughs> flash fictions. Yeah, I know you and Charles kind of have a little contest going on to see who can write the best flash fiction. And I don't know how you do it, but you stay within the, the what is it, a hundred, uh, a thousand words? A thousand words, yes. Yeah, that's not easy to do a whole story. It's a challenge. Yeah, it is. It certainly is a challenge, but it's good. Because well, you write a lot and then you begin cut, 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 cutting. Aha, <laughs> uh -huh. I see how you do it. Okay, well, that's, that's, you know, that's a good thing to tell everybody because I know a lot of when some of our students were a little afraid to even attempt flash fiction because they had no idea what it was or how to work it. So that's a good idea. I hadn't thought of that, but you, you write a lot and then you, can't you start deleting stuff? Yes, yeah, you edit and you try to make it more compact ah. without losing the uh, thread of the story. 
Yeah, I should think that would be difficult, really difficult, a challenge. Not, I'm gonna, not going to say difficult, but definitely a challenge and a challenge to your writing, you know, your writing skills. Yes, well, it's, it's like everything else, a little bit of yin and a little bit of yang. <laughs> uh, at my age, it's better to write short stories <laughs> instead of uh, planning a long novel. Uh, and, uh, you know, you get an idea and it's kind of fun to write these short stories, flash fictions. Yeah, you and, my age. <laughs> <laughs> you and Charles seem to enjoy it, you know, and, and each time you come in with a, um, a flash fiction, it's really good. It well, really thanks. is. Yeah. Thank now, um, I know you're working on something special. Uh, oh, no, let's let's talk about what you've just finished and published. Okay. Um, where? You mean where I publish? No, um, we're not onto the where's yet. Um, what you know? What you're working on now? Oh, I see. Well, right now I'm uh, doing a combination. Um, I'm doing uh, some flash fiction writing um, that I like to take to bring to the uh, class. And then I got an idea lately about a book on grandmotherhood. Uh, it's uh, challenges and it's joys and uh, it's shortcomings. It's what? Shortcomings. Oh, 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 oh. Oh, yeah. oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay. Yeah, we've all got those, haven't we? Especially, um, I know when you, you did the one on motherhood, and I thought that was really great. And you, you took in all the different cultures and everything. And I think, I don't, well, you brought this to the, to the group to ask what we thought of it when you, you know, about grandmothers. And uh, we all loved it because, of course, most of us are in that <laughs> age. So um, why don't you talk a little bit about that? Because, um, you know, some of your concepts that you want to put in that book. Oh, OK. Well, uh, what I thought of was to, uh, first of all, interview a lot of different grandmothers. And so I'm, I'm working on that. I have a list of about 15 grandmothers I'm going to interview. And I have a list of questions uh, that uh, the group has helped me formulate. And uh, then I'm going to set up interviews with each of the grandmothers. And then I'm going to take and uh, review all of these interviews and try to pull out a theme from each of the interviews. Uh, themes about be being a grandmother, how you saw your own grandmother, how you watch uh, your, your own children uh, parent your grandchildren, uh, how your how becoming a grandmother has changed you, and what you would like to impart to your grandchildren. 
So I'm going to try to tease out from all those interviews some of those themes. Um, and I'll probably learn some more themes uh, from my interviews. Um, but uh, then I'm going to, when I, when I get the theme, then I'm going to anonymously, you know, uh, write uh, a story about each of the themes because I don't want to mention uh, the names of the grandmothers. It's not a survey. Uh, it's, uh, it's going to be a story taken from the, these uh, interviews that I've gotten. And so, uh, I, you know, I'm a little afraid that if I say, you know, your name is going to be put on, <laughs> on these stories, then people won't be honest. You know, they'll be cheerleaders saying, <laughs> grandmother is the best thing in the world. You know? uh, so I, I, it's going to be an anonymous thing. And that's essentially what I did with writing the motherhood book. You know, I wove stories about different themes uh, concerning the modern day mother. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, we love, I, I know when you presented this concept to the group, we all thought it was wonderful. But I think, didn't we also think that we should do grandfather, you should do grandfathers too? <laughs> no, I'm not doing grandfathers. Uh, <laughs> not yet. Yeah, maybe, okay. Yeah, no, no. We, we do my next life. <laughs> <laughs> no. But I, you know, I, I think the concept, and I know we all thought the concept was wonderful, and we're all willing to participate. So, yes. um, you know, you've got some willing grandmothers already, and um, I love the way you've set it up, you know. And so didn't the rest of the the the, the writers in the studio. So okay, yeah. So we're happy with that. Okay, now, Gloria, next question. And just to give uh, our listeners an idea, I use the journalistic approach, the who, what, where, when, why, and how. And uh, the next question um, I'm, we're going to ask Gloria is, where do you write? And do you write in a notebook first? Or do you sit at your keyboard? And or do you write on your phone? Now, that's not funny. We have, a, I have some authors that right on their phone. So where do you write, Gloria, and how? Well, uh, you know, I get an idea. Often before awakening, I get some kind of idea in my head. It pops up in my brain. And then I write it in a notepad, which I keep by my bed. And I create a broad outline when I get out of bed, sketch it out, and sketch out my characters, and then mess around with different voices, actions. And I toss them all up in the air and then abandon some and concentrate on an integration of the story, the characters, and the action. Uh, when do I write? Oh, I sit in front of my iMac after a morning, early morning constitutional and breakfast. I um, read the New York Times, Washington Post for my uh, uh, uplifting uh, 
uh, appraisal of the news. And then I write for an hour or so. I get up and walk around, drink more water, and sit down for about an hour or two, depending on the flow, sometimes even more. Uh -huh. Good. Okay. Oh, that <laughs> I think that's awesome. And that's a great way to do it, too, um, because especially... And at any age, I know at our age, it's a really important that we get away from the screen for a while and then come back to it, but we should move around. It's yeah. better for you and it's better for the flow. Don't you think the flow comes better, Gloria? Yes, it does. I think, you know, because after an hour or so, your concentration kind of wanes and then you need a little kind of side hustle in order to uh, get back down to work. A side hustle? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I, get, I get that from my granddaughter. So. <laughs> yeah, but it's perfect because we need the side hustle. <laughs> I love it. I hadn't thought about that, but yeah. And But I, I do think, I know I'm going to go off key for a minute here. Uh, a lot of us talk about our muses, <laughs> muses. Um, do you have a particular muse um, that you, well, I guess. Uh, I do have a muse, I think. She comes and goes. <laughs> she doesn't always stick with me, but uh, she comes uh, on her own time and I, and I wait for her patiently mm -hmm. uh, and uh, yes uh, uh, I think uh, whatever who, or whomever she is whoever she is she does get me up and thinking so yeah, yeah. <laughs> sometimes my muse goes on vacation that's it <laughs> yeah uh, sometimes they take a coffee break <laughs> And sometimes they go away for a long vacation and they don't <laughs> come back. <for laughs> I know when you sit there at the keyboard and say, uh oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah I know it's true. It's true. And you know, a lot of the a lot of the writers in the studio say the same thing. You know, they talk about that too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay, so should we go you ready to go on to the next question? Yeah. Yes, I am. Okay, the next question is the when question. When do you write? What time of day works best for you? Well, it's usually in the morning and early afternoon. And then, you know, I, I challenge myself a little bit of exercise. I get up, get more water and uh, walk around or do a little uh, home task you know uh, water plants or and uh, then i do it in the early afternoon and then i don't usually write uh, in the late afternoon or evening yeah, uh, yeah. i don't have the energy or the interest so, yeah i found that around you know well because i'm usually up and writing at uh, let's see, sometimes I even start at 5, 5.30 in the morning, 
by three o'clock, forget it. You know, I'm done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I'm cooked. Yes, your brain is fried. <laughs> no, your brain, you're not kidding. It really is. Um, who, who was it? Uh, Isaac Asimov that said that what he usually does is he sits as it sits at his keyboard and bleeds. <laughs> I can understand that. Okay, so that <clears throat> the last why, the last W question is why? Why do you write? Is it just a hobby or do you want to help others as you share your ideas? Uh, well, I write for a variety of reasons. I love to string words together. Mm -hmm. I love to research a topic mm -hmm. uh, and then I love to watch my characters take on a life of their own and then I, I really must say I do try to touch a reader's mind. Uh, I've published 10 books with a variety of themes, uh, creative nonfiction story of an Im immigrant girl who happened to be my mother a short story collection of women dealing with the realities of their lives, uh, a novella about the relationship between a black barber and a white professor, a personal tale of my journey as a caretaker for my husband's time in the land of the unwell. Uh, a science fiction story of senior volunteers who travel to another planet to explore the effects of space travel on their lives, their bodies, and their minds. Uh, a sort of memoir, uh, not a real memoir of my own life, it's a sort of memoir. Uh, a novella of family secrets hidden in a trunk. Yeah. A collection of short stories on modern motherhood. Yeah. Another novella about the ways older folks cope with aging. A book of poems written with two of my granddaughters. And my latest novella, I spoke to you about, where I give voice and agency to an older woman. Yeah. And I'm currently preparing, as I told you, the book on grandmotherhood. It's many facets and challenges. Um, go back to the other one, the title. What was the title on that? Um, the one about the, the, the grandmother, well, the woman that was coping, the elderly woman that was coping. Languishing? Oh, languishing. Yes, languishing and replenishing. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. That was really a good book. We like that one. I know you ran most of that through um, the studio and the, you know, we all kind of pitched in on that one as far as uh, encouraging and, and critiquing, but it, it was, it is beautiful. It really is, yeah. Thanks. So um, yeah, and that's the one, um, if you would, so that I can post it on the podcast. Um, if I could have that um, cover, copy of the cover. Okay, I think you have it. Uh, oh, yeah, maybe I did. Okay, yes. as long as I have it, you know, then I can post it. Okay, okay. and as far as um, to 
kind of wind down here. What um, advice would you give to writers, young writers, young and older writers today? Because we have both in our group. Um, so what, what kind of advice would you give them about writing or about life, period? Well, you know, uh, I, I'm not great in giving advice, but I just want to tell you that my writing usually does have a message. And if you have a message that you want to get out there, then, uh, you know, invite your reader to reflect, reflect on the act of living, loving, and hoping. Uh, for fun, I delight in writing the flash fictions of a thousand words. But even then, my little muse leads me towards a little heavy, deep, and a little serious. She then cautions me against sounding too preachy. And so I try to, try to comply with her. But, you know, it's just once you get into it, uh, young writers, uh, you know, you'll, you'll have a lot of fun just putting your ideas on, on paper and uh, getting, especially getting some feedback from the group uh, and uh, um, uh, challenging your mind uh, to uh, get things right. You know, the grammar, the sentence structure, the flow. Uh, just try it. It's lots of fun. Hmm. Okay. And, and by the way, it will oh. help keep your mind young. Oh, thank you. That's the best point ever. Because it does, no matter what age you are, it, you, it activates the mind. I think it does. That's so right. That's yeah. a good, yeah, that's a good point. It really is. Um, I had one other thing I was going to ask you. Fooey. <laughs> it went in and went out. <laughs> I hope it comes back. <laughs> um, okay. Can you think of anything else that you'd like to add? Because, oh, I know what I was going to tell you. Um, this morning, I got rid of Grammarly. Not that I don't like it. I do. But, um, and I got ProWrite. Oh, I think, yeah, you work in pro, right? Do you not? Yes, I do. <clears throat> yeah, I like it better than Grammarly. Yeah, I know you had said that several times. And um, what, I'm, what I'm hoping, because I'm also working in Scrivener, and um, you can, uh, pro, right, works with Scrivener, which I thought was a good thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I don't know if you use Scrivener at all, but. I, I tried it, no, but I haven't. No. Uh, it's got so. a it's got a high learning curve. Trust me. Right, right. I try, you know, to keep things as simple as I can. <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> I think I have to. But my family keeps giving me these gadgets, and you know, like a, a an Apple Watch, and. Uh, uh, these little iPods that you put in your ear so I can listen to books on tape. So, you know, I, I have to spend some time, you know, learning how to use these gadgets and uh, keeping them up, uh, up to date. 
Uh, so, you know, I just want to uh, keep my writing as simple as possible. I realize that I'm never going to be on Oprah or, uh, you know, my books are not going to be in a, 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 a list of classics. But listen, it's so much fun doing this. And I met some wonderful people in the uh, group that we're in, the Cape Cod Writers Group, uh, that I wouldn't exchange it for anything. Oh, that's so nice. Thank you. Yeah, we do. I have to say it. I know I'm there in the group, but I have to say it. We have a very eclectic group, but a group of the most caring people I have ever run into. They are just the most caring, the most compassionate, the kindest people. They really are. So thank you for those kind, those kind words. I appreciate it. Um, it's been fun. It's been fun. But thank you, hon. Um, I appreciate you being here with me today. Um, you've given us a lot of insights. And um, we're going to put you live on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and you know, I just want to say, I, I'm not very good at marketing, so I just want to get in my final little pitch. My okay. books can be found on Amazon, Draft2Digital, and Apple Books, and my website is https colon slash slash gloriahanson-writing.com or you can just go to Gloria Hansen Books and I will pop up. I love it. Thank you. Yes, I had forgotten to ask you that. Good for you. Good for Thank you. you. Thank you very much, Sharon. It was fun. <laughs> You're welcome. I'm glad you came with us today. Thanks, hon. I'm going to end the podcast, but don't go away, okay? Okay. <laughs>